Conzo Martin is out as Missouri's basketball coach. Who should the Tigers be eyeing to replace him? I have my initial top five coaches, plus a couple wild cards in there as well, and the Missouri women miss the NCAA tournament. All this and more right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters. I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Run Your Pool. March Madness is here and Run Your Pool has a better way to create your bracket. RunYourPool.com, the premier sports pool hosting service. And of course, since the last time we talked, obviously Conzo Martin was relieved of his dirt, of his duties, I should say, at Missouri, and they put out that all of his contract is going to be honored by Mizzou Athletics. And well, that's no surprise, really, because per the terms of Conzo's contract, they couldn't actually get rid of him without paying his full buyout until May 7th or something like that sometime in May basically well after the NCAA tournament so hey whoever Conzo's agent is good job there that helped him secure his full buyout that's for darn sure so you know what no no qualms there whatsoever though I am a little bit I was a little bit sad when the news broke even though frankly I fully supported the move this is the right time to move on from Conzo I, I, I hate to say it we just had seen the ceiling, and the ceiling just wasn't that high, and especially for the future, just not a lot here to think that next season there is going to suddenly be a big turnaround, avoiding yet another discussion about his job security. So you know what? Let's move on to the future, in fact. And obviously there's been a lot of names thrown out there by Mizzou beat writers, national writers, for various different jobs across the country. And so far, I've got a pretty good top five. There's, I mean, there's been way, there's 25 guys out there probably that would be somewhat realistic candidates at Missouri. But for me, these five guys are who you can kind of narrow it down to, at least for this moment. In no particular order, let's just start with Jerome Tang, the longtime assistant coach, defending national champions, Baylor. Well, he's been with Scott Drew for nearly two decades now. And you do have to wonder, is this the time maybe for him to really take the plunge, get out of Waco, and and take a real job? Well, maybe Missouri is the perfect kind of place for him because considering Missouri's had long time, they've they've certainly recruited Texas in football, but also in in basketball as well. And adding Oklahoma and Texas to the SEC can only help that traditional Texas connection, in my opinion. So that's one factor there, but you do have to wonder, I suppose, can Tang do it as a head coach? If he if he hasn't done it for two decades, well, why now? On the other hand, you've seen longtime assistant coaches like the guy at Arizona right now. I'm sorry his name escapes me, but I know he was with Mark Few for, for many, many years as his head assistant, and now he's obviously doing good things with Arizona. They're currently a number one seed in March Madness. Now, if you want to go with a more proven coach with a little bit more experience, well, maybe Mark Pope is the guy. He's really done well at BYU his first three seasons there. In fact, they were like a top 20 type program the previous couple seasons 
a lot of times the 2020 season gets a little lost considering there was no NCAA tournament, of course, but BYU was quite good that year. And while they did narrowly miss the field this year, still a, a top 60 type of team, at least according to KenPom.com. So an interesting name there. Maybe even more interesting, though, at least to me, is Todd Golden at San, at San Francisco. Now you're really talking about a young, forward-looking analytics-based type guy. I mean, not just, hey, let's shoot a bunch of three-pointers. Like I think we've all figured out that analytic. But he takes it even further than that without getting too deep into the waters there. But a really interesting guy who's off to a good start at San Francisco. Also, well, you know what? If you're going to go young, if you're going to go a little bit risky, maybe a little bit forward-looking, well, why not Kim English, right? At first, I have to admit, I thought, you know, if Missouri's going to hire Kim English after one season, he's really going to have to knock it out of the park at George Mason, right? Well, at first glance, 14 and 16, no one can say that that's knocking it out of the park. But then on the other hand, give it a little more context. That's actually probably George Mason's best season in a few years now. And plus, again, his first season anywhere, well, realistically, he wasn't just going to immediately to turn that team around and make them a 20-win squad, more than likely. That, that would be asking a lot. Not impossible, of course, but the more I'm starting to think about it is maybe I've just been a little bit too conventional in my analysis of Kim English, and especially conventional in an old-style college basketball way. And, and in, frankly, in terms of old-style, I mean like last year, because – Really, this is a whole new world of college basketball. Name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, all that good stuff. Perhaps Kim English, again, a young guy who has plenty of connections around this area. Listen, maybe he is the right guy. I, I don't know. But I I'm just not as I'm not as as dismissive of it, that's for sure. And, and certainly, not only am I not dismissive of it, I actually have Kim in my top five here because, frankly, some of these other coaches at the mid-major level, whether it's the the guy McCaslin from from North Texas, the Murray State head coach, I mean, they have their own their own questions as well. So, to me, if you're going to roll the dice on somebody, take take a shot on a high upside guy. Well, if it's not. If it's not Todd Golden from San Francisco, why not Kim English? That would be my big question. Yes, there are questions about his experience. Sure, there's going to be some growing pains, I'm sure, on the court at, at times. But at the same time, would you want to go with an older retread that doesn't really maybe have a grip on this new world of college basketball or, or try for something for something big? Go for something that's going to not only energize the fan base, but a guy who truly does have, seem to have – a bigger picture view of this sport and especially in the new world of NIL and that is Kim English in my opinion quite possibly and coming up I want to round out my top five Missouri coaching candidates of this moment with a guy who I haven't seen thrown out by anybody on the Mizzou beat yet a man who is in fact a current head coach at the Big 12. So I want to get there in just a moment, but first I want to tell you that of course March Madness, it's finally here starting tomorrow in fact with the play-in games. Well, that means you need to start literally right now figuring out where you're going to run your brackets if you haven't done so or done so so far. Well, are you looking for the usual experience or the best? Well, the best no doubt is at runyourpool.com along with your standard March Madness brackets. 
Run Your Pool offers all different types of game styles. My favorite happens to be Survivor, but they have all types of options to edit your scoring with more intel, stuff you're not going to find at ESPN or CBS. You know what? If you've got friends, family, coworkers, you want to get into a pool with you, well, Run Your Pool can help take some of the stress off your back because guess what? They've got all kinds of white glove customer service, custom branding, one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. So go to runyourpool.com slash locked on to play against us at the Locked On Network. You can win a cash prize up to $1,800. Again, join us, runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize of up to 1800 bucks. And by Stat Hero. And of course, we love and hate those buzzer beaters. Am I right? Because we all remember, of course, Christian Leitner knocking down a big shot, but we forget about all those fans who had Kentucky winning it all that year in their bracket. Well, those people had to be heartbroken. Well, guess what? Over at Stat Hero, you are never out of the bracket. Single game pick 'em contest. That's where it's at because you're never knocked out of anything at Stat Hero. Take control back from all those handicappers that always seem to have the edge and start focusing on the players you know best with gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or front or funky props. Easy for me to say. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. This is what fantasy was meant to be. So right now, sign up for free at stathero.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Stathero.com slash locked on. Use the promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. And thanks, as always, for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen. Keep it locked here to the Locked on Mizzou feed today to check out the Locked on Bracket Breakdown right here, again, on the Locked on Mizzou feed. Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every single matchup in the bracket. But you know what? Unfortunately, Missouri is, of course, not in the field of 68 this year. We have something else to look forward to a new basketball coach and one guy that I think is a little bit off the radar that if I'm Desiree Reed Francois I'm certainly calling and that's Mike Boynton at Oklahoma State he's currently their head coach he actually played basketball at South Carolina so he certainly is no stranger to the SEC whatsoever by the way just a 40 year old guy this has been now his fifth season at Oklahoma State The Cowboys just missed the field this year, but again, another solid season. You might look at it at first glance and say, well, they've only made the field one time under Boynton, but you know what? He's coached under some really difficult circumstances here based on the previous administration's wrongdoings and naturally, of course, the current administration, the current program and players gets punished instead. And the Cowboys, by the way, are under probation until November 24th. 
or excuse me, until November of 2024. So still a couple more years here of problems possibly for the Cowboys. So to me, that makes Mike Boynton possibly a little bit ripe for the picking. Seems like a young, charismatic guy that knows how to recruit, Took, in fact, recruited the number one overall pick of the most recent NBA draft, Cade Cunningham. So obviously the guy can recruit. I just think he's sort of an under-the-radar option because, well, nobody assumes that he's necessarily going to go anywhere from Oklahoma State. He's had a good start there, but I just wonder if maybe the Cowboys fans and administration is taking him a little bit for granted because, to me, he's done a really good job under really tough circumstances that were not of his doing whatsoever. So, to me... Kick the tires on Mike Boynton a little bit. See what that buyout's like. Maybe see if there's any mutual interest. Because, again, I think with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the Big 12, that probably doesn't hurt him either. You know, sort of similar areas to what he's been recruiting, obviously down as a Cowboy. He also coached those two teams as well, also at South Carolina too. So plenty of, plenty of experience in SEC country, no doubt about that. Another name to at least keep on your radar is TJ Otzelberger at Iowa State, mostly because, well, he's done a pretty good job there, a huge turnaround after Iowa State just won two games a year ago. Obviously, they're now in the tournament, but he was hired by Desiree Reed Francois at UNLV, so obviously an affinity between those two and a relationship, presumably a good relationship, so that's a name to certainly keep in mind, but Really, the wild card to me is Oregon's Dana Altman. Now, this one seems pretty unrealistic, I have to admit. But at 63 years old, Altman does probably have one more run in him, right? That's not too old. He's obviously getting up there. If he were maybe pushing 70, you'd get a little bit more worried. But at 63, eh, I'm okay with that, especially considering the recent success that Altman has had. But of course, at first glance... This seems unrealistic, right? Why would he leave a place like Oregon where he's had success, he's made a Final Four, certainly not a lack of funding out in Nike country, no doubt about that. But perhaps, I don't know, maybe Dane Altman is tired of being on the West Coast, the obscurity of the Pac-12. By the way, I was barely even able to watch their tournament this past week. I don't know if you all noticed that. Altman has definitely been interested in the Missouri job at least once or twice under previous coaching searches. He coached at Moberly Area Community College, and just through back channels, I, I do, I'm at least aware that Dane Altman has some affinity for the Tigers and for this area. So I think it's at least possible. I'm not saying it's likely, and it probably would cost a pretty penny to buy him out. I'm just saying I don't think it's impossible. Of all the unrealistic names that have been thrown out there, including Sean Miller by yours truly, by the way, now that Wade, Wade, Will Wade excuse me, at LSU has been fired by LSU, it appears that, oh, I guess there is going to be some consequences for all this FBI stuff. Well, guess what? Sean Miller, eh, never mind. My whole point there was if that's the only reason not to hire him, well, Missouri should should get should get some thicker skin and swallow hard. That was my main point. But, you know, the more you look at it, maybe Sean Miller wasn't so great at Arizona. You look at what Arizona's doing currently. Okay, maybe Sean Miller wasn't the greatest choice in the world. Again, my point was Missouri has to stop playing scared 
and embrace the sort of new world. If Sean Miller's not the right guy, and he probably isn't, fine and dandy. I was just trying to make a point there. But certainly that changes the calculus. If people like Will Wade are going to face consequences for their actions, well, then I'm no longer really interested in Sean Miller. And speaking of LSU and Will Wade, well, Xavier Pinson's season definitely ended quite similarly to the previous one for Missouri. So I want to talk about that quickly. But first, over at betonline.net, there's some interesting futures bets on the NCAA tournament right now. In fact, one of maybe my favorite one, a long shot, if you want to take Texas to win the East Regional, that's right, Texas makes the Final Four 18-1. I kind of like that one. I think they have really high upside for 18-1. That feels like an awfully good value to me. And by the way, if you're a Missouri fan, you listen to my Todd Golden segment, that same regional, San Francisco just 22-1. to So a good sign for their possible chances at upsets in the East Regional. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on that squad, among many others. But hey, obviously, just a lot of chances to win all kinds of things over at betonline.net. Whether you're into NCAA basketball, hockey, fighting, Whatever it might be, betonline.net has you covered. So head head to their website right now or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action over at BetOnline, where the game starts. During the SEC quarterfinals, LSU against Arkansas, Missouri beat reporter Dave Matter tweeted out, Rough game for former Mizzou guard Xavier Pinson. Will Wade took him out with 7 minutes and 48 seconds left. Didn't appear thrilled with his point guard after a couple defensive possessions. He hasn't come back in. Not sure he will. Four points, three assists, three turnovers. 0 of 4 from 3, minus 17 point differential. Well, indeed, Xavier Pinson did not come into that ball game, ended up sitting on the bench down the stretch, much like he did during Missouri's loss to Oklahoma last season in the NCAA tournament. So I got to be honest, all everybody who wanted to blame Conzo Martin for the Xavier Pinson fallout, well, I think all of you owe him a bit of an apology. And I say you because it wasn't me. For as much as I've criticized Conzo Martin, I couldn't criticize him for the Xavier Pinson thing. Go back and look at the stats last year for Missouri. He was either number one or two in usage rate in the entire conference last season. So in other words, he had the ball, was deciding what would happen, either with a shot, an assist, a turnover, something. He was using nearly 35 40%, whatever it was of Missouri's possessions, that means he had the ball constantly. My whole thing was when Xavier Pinson obviously had checked out a little bit towards the end of the season, decided to move on to LSU, my whole question was, what do you want? What do you want out of this? What do you want out of the sport of, of basketball? Why are you in college still? I still have those questions because Xavier Pinson this season, you look at the numbers, he was still the same guy with LSU. You watch the games. Again, still the same guy with LSU. To me, he didn't get any better. He didn't get any worse. Still the same dude. And for him to sort of run afoul of of yet another coach, by the way, 
a, a completely different style coach, I would say, in a lot of ways. Will Wade versus Conzo Martin. Listen, I'm not saying Conzo Martin was perfect by any stretch of the imagination, or he's beyond criticism, more probably more fairly put. But I think I think now that Xavier Pinson has run afoul of yet another program, yet another coach here down the stretch of a season, it's time to look in the mirror a little bit. And you know what? I definitely would be looking to fade LSU in the first round of this tournament. And quickly, just another word on Missouri women's basketball. Obviously, really disappointing to see the Tigers not make the field yesterday. But you know what? I hate to say it. This is what I was talking about during that game against Arkansas. Missouri was right on the bubble. And when you're on the bubble, you can't take chances. You can't leave it up to the judges, as they say in boxing. You got to go for the knockout. And Missouri didn't play for the knockout. Instead, Robin Pinchton decided... Just to play Asia Blackwell, what, maybe 12, 15 minutes, something like that, instead of her usual load of of 30 to 35 minutes that a true star in the SEC should get. And frankly, her reasoning just didn't add up to any type of scrutiny. Because even if I grant Robin Pinchton, listen, she knows this team better than I do. She knows Asia better than I do. And I granted her that it's quite possible there was more to the situation than simply, oh, Asia got caught with some marijuana possession. If there's more to it than that, than that, fine and dandy. But if there's more to it than that, then just sit her out. Because what Robin Pinchton said is that it wasn't, it wouldn't be fair for her team that's practiced without Asia for a week. Well, it wouldn't be fair to them to, I don't know, mess up their rotations essentially, mess up their flow, that type of deal. Well, to me, again, if you're worried about that, then just don't play her. Because it's much more unfair and much more, really fairness isn't really the point. That's just the word that that Coach Pinston used. But to me, it's much more unsettling. It disrupts what you're doing much more to put Blackwell in as off the bench for 10 to 15 minutes in the ball game. Because guess what? You haven't done that all season. There were two or three games where Blackwell didn't play at all, and, and you actually did do well. In fact, you beat the number one team in the country, South Carolina, without Blackwell. So to me, either put her in for 30, 35 minutes, whatever it is, or just don't play her. You can't give me this, well, you know, it wouldn't be fair to the other girls to do this or that, but except you are going to play her for a little while, which, again, to me, that's more disruptive. They haven't done that all year. There's never been a game all season where Blackwell came off the bench and played 15 minutes. So just Robin Pinchton's own logic there doesn't actually hold up to any type of scrutiny in my mind. And I hate to say it, folks, she may well have cost her team a bid there. If Missouri beats Arkansas, I think they make the field. That's my feeling anyway. I'm no women's college basketball bracketology expert, but I don't think that's a crazy thought whatsoever. And even if I'm wrong, you got to go for it. You have to know that we need another win. We got to get everything we can. We got to get every positive we can on our resume for this tournament because Missouri women's basketball, not a team that's made the tournament a lot, certainly not a team that's won a lot of NCAA tournament games. So when you've got two really high level players, really three high level players to me, you got Blackwell, Frank, Lauren Hansen at least. Throw LaDasia Williams in there too, another high-level player in my opinion. 
you really failed to capitalize on it this year. A real, a real failure this year, a real disappointment for the women's program, unfortunately, and one that may have been avoidable with just a little bit more of a logical game plan involving Asia Blackwell and her playing time. And as always, thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen. Thanks for telling a friend. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL corner Eric Crocker bring the draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college players and NFL front offices, free and available wherever you get finer podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou. Thank you.